0: There's a spirit of prayer coming on his people. God's drawing us out to pray. It's, it's not, it's, it's not I, put a, I put a little Facebook thing about Satan's strategy of making prayer a, pr- a meeting or one of the spiritual disciplines instead of the core of the identity of the people of God. That it's, it's crazy how he's done that. How he's relegated prayer, and I should have added, to a meeting to a couple special people who will pray, the intercessors, which is not in the Bible, or to uh, one of the spiritual disciplines. I I just feel like the Lord is rescuing us back from how Satan is right. If he can't get us not to acknowledge it, then he's going to reframe it and take it out of the hands of the majority of the people of God. And so I'm thankful for that. We're in the middle of the greatest, I think, Holy Spirit revolution of prayer The greatest prayer movement, missions movement together as we hurl toward the end. It's a great day to be alive. But one of the things that steals our hearts is I think that we get discouraged with the process of prayer. And so give me just a moment to encourage you a little bit with some Bible. I want to talk about understanding the little by little or having patience in prayer. I'll do this really fast. Number one, Jesus promised impossible answers to believing prayer. Mark 11, 23 and 24, he says, I say to you, if you say to this mountain, they're, they're amazed he can wither a fig tree, you could say this mountain, it was a literal mountain he was looking at, if you've got faith, you can have that thing thrown in the sea. And he gives one of the greatest, therefore I tell you, verse 24, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received and it's yours. I mean, that that takes your imagination and your heart to a new level and it should build us up to like, ah, oh, I can do amazing things and we can do amazing things in prayer, but The deal is, is then you go to praying. And it's so cool. I've got a handful of testimonies where I prayed immediately. And then, you know what I mean? Like I I had the answer in a day or a week or a month, but those are rare. They've really been rare. Really the the par for the course has been that there's a delay that happens. And so Jesus not only wets their appetite with promises of amazing answers to prayer. He also gives parables and stories to keep them praying. In fact, in Luke 18, he'll give one that I'm not going to read the whole thing. You can do it. It's the widow and the unjust judge. You know it. She's just this person with no power, and there's the guy with all authority, and she nearly wears him out. He doesn't care about God or man, and he's like, I'm giving her what she wants because she just keeps wearing me out. The cool part about that parable is what Luke said before it. He quotes Jesus saying it, but he gives the reason. We don't get this for every parable. In Luke 18, 1, it says, and he told them a parable to the effect or for this reason that they ought always to pray and not to give up or always to pray and not lose heart. To me, what happens in prayer is that so many of us get stirred up about the possibilities of prayer and then we uh, see some great prayers, read a great book, um, and we're pumped up. But the mixture of the highness of that expectation with The weakness of our flesh and then the delay ends up causing a discouragement that causes many to quit. And Jesus knows that this is going to happen. In fact, one of the other places he'll say, uh, it's like a friend who comes at night, remember to get bread, and he keeps knocking, 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 and he said, and he finally gets up, not because he's his friend, right, but it was because the man kept knocking. And and what he's clearly saying is this, God's going to seem like an unresponsive friend to you sometimes. That's what's going to happen. You're going to pray, and there's so much going on in the spirit realm, which, by the way, one of the only places we get of what's going on is the book of Daniel, Daniel 10. There's a delay for three weeks when he prays, and the angel gets there. Remember, he fast away, and he said, I was coming immediately. Immediately, I had the answer for you. Immediately from heaven, from the throne. But there was war, remember, and there was war, and Michael had to come in and get Gabriel through to get the answer to Daniel. But it was a delay. So I don't know what and what that all looks like. I'm hoping someday we get to look at it. But there's war in the heavenlies getting our answers pray uh, our prayers answered. And so there's gonna take some it's gonna take some diligence. It's gonna take some locked in We need big faith believing for big things. I I love to swing for the fences and pray big prayers. But man, you've got to be able to then to do it for like 30 years. Some of 50 years. Can you can you keep swinging when you don't when you, when you whiff the ball or you whatever the metaphor is? But can you keep going, going, going? That's what he's looking for, is for a people that can have diligence. And so the little-by-little little principle is this. And listen to this, and then I'll end with this. In Exodus 23, Joshua and the people of God, he's, in Deuteronomy, it'll be a little more core, but Deuteronomy and Exodus, he'll talk about to Moses, here's what's going to happen when you get in there to the land. I will send my terror before you. And will throw into confusion all the people against whom you shall come. And I will make your enemies turn their backs to you. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to scare them to death. I'm going to move with power. And they're going to have emotional responses to this. It's going to be intense. And I will send hornets even before you, which will drive out the Hivites and the Canaanites and the Hittites from before you. I'm going to send hornet armies with you to do this. But watch in 29. But I will not drive them out. From before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the wild beast multiply against you. I'm gonna do this little by little, I'll drive them out from before you until you've increased and you can finish possessing the land. That's I think a picture for you that I want to impart into your heart tonight. The little by little is almost always the way the Lord works. Now, I think he swings in and does dramatic things. Promise you. I'm believing for them, but too many have been discouraged because they don't understand. If you listen to Jesus, he's telling us it's going to happen. He'll talk about, I'm going to be, it's like a man who went away for a real, real long time and then came back. He told us it was going to be a long time before he came back. We shouldn't become discouraged. He told us that prayer was going to be hard. It's going to feel like God's not being good, and the devil's going to be right there going, God's not hearing you. You can't pray well. He doesn't even exist. Whatever that lie is. He's going to do that if you don't have the diligence to stay in there and see the little by little. I promise you that the Lord is faithful, and he's looking for a people that are faithful, and he wants to add to your big faith big perseverance. Big diligence. I'm not stopping. He wants this kind of people I remember John Knox, I don't know if you remember him, he was an evangelist in, in Scotland, and he said this phrase, "Give me Scotland or I die." Give me Scotland or I die. And he said it over and over and over for weeks, months and years and saw a massive revival happen there. But it was because he would not be denied. I think it shows how much we want something when we'll quit after 3 to 5 to 10 to 20 times. Because the Lord wants to see a people who are hungry and who'll labor with him, who'll be patient while angels and demons battle, while the delivery system from heaven is released upon earth. And he needs a people that will not quit. It's amazing the value that Jesus puts on those who endure to the end will be saved. He's wanting non-quitters, not people that look successful all the time. He wants people, I'm never, ever stopping. I'm never, ever stopping. And so, I love the highs that we're having, and I love the big dreams and the big visions and the bigger meetings and the prayer meetings and all that's stirring, but oh, young generation especially, please hear this, you need to add to your big faith, big diligence, because God works little by little, and then he'll suddenly come in and do something, then it's little by little by little by little by little, and suddenly, okay? And so, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would impart just this little piece of wisdom in your Bible into this... Growing raging hungry people. I just love it. Thank you for who they are and the twice as many not here tonight Lord bless them. We thank you for that But I pray we'd be a people who would um, truly have diligence and perseverance about our lives and about our prayers I pray we'd keep knocking on the door of heaven until we get that thing open I pray that Lord we keep laboring until we get the revival get the transformation get the second coming Lord. I pray that we would not just sprint for a season and then quit. I ask for marathon kind of diligence. And for, You said, I'm going to give this to you little by little to Israel so they could populate enough and steward, whatever dynamics are around that you know. But I'm asking for fresh vision for diligence in this room. In Jesus' name, amen.